0: You're listening to a 9 to .cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on amazon.com, amazon.ca, or zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks.
1: Should watch Welcome Mark. everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System. We talk about so many things, and when I say males, models for you, I mean it's the number four, then you. What do we talk about?
2: JT is so cool. I mean, Justin Trudeau. CM Punk did not get punked, although he did lose Washington Capitals backup. Alistair, the boring punch giant. Ziggler and the Miz make fun of CM Punk UFC Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe Civil War. What a twist. Scott.
3: Can we talk about a movie where a guy gets his dick chomped off? <laughs> Scream the TV show versus Scream Queens. Uh, chomped. Same, okay. Same, same thing. Fair. Uh, now you see me, now you don't. Now you see me too. Uh, The Get Down, again, You're the Worst, Season 3, Powers, and The Boys.
1: Alistair Overeem, Boring Punch Giant, all this and more. Woo! (laughs) 9 to 500 games. Our Prime Minister boxes his opponents. In the comic book world, he also boxes his opponents. You don't remember that he entered a boxing match with a guy who was like. guy who got all up in his face? Remember mm-hmm. this? Yeah, it happened it was, for real. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. It was for charity. The Either Prime Minister, it for yeah. yeah it, was for, it was for for charity, but yes, the Prime Minister of Canada entered a charity boxing match and won. And then apparently...
2: Kretzian did the chokehold on he that. Was, on he the was scarf? not Prime Minister at the time. Yeah, though. but he,
1: he is our member. Prime Minister now. He won yeah. a boxing fight. Not as Prime Minister. Yeah. But it's just sort of like, he did not not win that boxing fight just because he became Prime Minister. But
2: you see, it's still a little disingenuous to say our Prime Minister won a thing. Oh, man. I, I don't know. That's
1: really, really... Uh, like, if you're just sort of like... If, you, if you're taking a look at, like, Patrick Roy, and you're like, the head coach won the Stanley Cup, and you're like, but he didn't win the Stanley Cup as coach. He won it as a goalie. Are you like, did he no longer win that Stanley well, Cup? Well, it, it
2: just, I mean, there is some ambiguity in the statement the the head coach, Patrick Roy, won the Stanley Cup. Like, it's true, yes, but there mean, is also... Say,
3: before becoming Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau entered a right. boxing match. But it wasn't before he rival. entered politics. Well, he was as a member of Parliament.
1: Regardless, mm-hmm. then he did it in comic books, Scott. Hey, yeah, he punched Tony Stark. Yay. punch. Current events. Speaking of punching, two years in the making, CM Punk stepped into the so octagon. I didn't actually the watch time. the
2: fight, but I hear pretty sad 30 seconds. Okay, no, 2, two minutes, minutes and 14 seconds. Okay, so here's the thing. Still pretty sad. He
1: 100% absolutely lost the fight. Yes. Pretty badly, uh-huh. and, but not in like a spectacular fashion. Like his UFC debut was like more impressive in a lot of ways than Kimbo Slice's, like fight. where he like swung some punches and then got knocked the fuck out. Yep. So what happened is like Punk hesitates a split second, kind of goes for a big haymaker. Mickey Gall just like b- grabs him, basically takes him down. Two leg takedown. Two leg takedown into the corner. Gets on top of him, punches him in the head a bunch. Fucking punk gets his hands as much as he can and tries to do, like, a little bit of groundwork. But, like, listen to the commentary, listening to what's going on. They're like, as soon as he went down, Joe Rogan is like, this is pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, th- you're rolling around on the ground with two people who know jiu-jitsu. Yep. One of them has a white belt. <laughs> the other one has a brown belt. There's only one way this is going to go. Right. So, but at the same time... Mickey Gal tried to get a rear naked choke on him and he actually got out of it once like he broke the hold for a split second mm-hmm. and then it got it locked back in but it's like it wasn't it wasn't even a split second like yeah he, he pushes
3: out of the hold Mickey Gal sits back up throws a couple more punches at the back and of and then, his then head, re- gets it back on and up. then goes for the lock again yeah. so
1: it's like yes he got very badly beaten, but he didn't get, like, demolished. Like, he did about as good as he could get once he got on.
2: Was he sever- did it look like he was severely outclassed, or did it look like he just got When he beat- got to the
1: ground, immediately, yeah. yeah but, like, right. but at the same time, they're, like, rolling around on the ground with two, like, masters of jiu That's, like, where jiu applies. Yeah, you are like, yeah. put any martial art and put a white belt against a brown belt. They're dead, yeah. They're dead. And yeah, it's, he, like...
3: He ate 30
1: punches. Yeah. And it wasn't concussed, like, wa- like, like walked up, could talk and whatever. So yeah. it's like, he ate a gazillion strikes and all that stuff and broke, like wasn't concussed. And broke and a rear naked
3: choke yeah, while being f- full mounted. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, so like, yes. He lost the fight, but he didn't get punked. Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, a lot of people are making it like, oh, I shouldn't have stepped into the Goktagon. I was like, whatever, he fucking sucks. Like, the only chance he basically had was to keep it a stand-up fighting game. And the, try to play for points. Yeah, try to play for points and maybe try to like use his reach because he had. to think he had a bit of reach on Gal. Like there was like a, there was some stuff that could have gone, but it was like as soon as they were on the ground, they were like, "That's the worst case." Like, like as soon. Do like, you remember
3: when Ronda Rousey was demolishing people so quickly? Yep, it was not that. Yeah, it was yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually a fight. He had to w- work to get the
1: chokehold in. and Yeah, exactly. That's it. He was he he was very outclassed, but not like yeah, he wasn't demolished. Like, I mean, that, that's the thing, though, is that if you just take a look at, like, their, their, their separate careers. Mickey Gall started boxing when he was 11 years old. He's now 23. So, he's had t- 13 years of boxing. Peak he shape, started yeah. jiu-jitsu when he was 15. Mm-hmm. So, he's had nine years of jiu-jitsu. And he started amateur MMA fighting when he was 19. So, he's <laughs> had six years of or five years of MMA fights. And he's already 2-0 and in UFC. So... And then, like, Punk trained MMA for two years. Right. You know, whereas this is a kid who's 13 years younger than Punk with fucking, like, 13 years of combat experience. That's crazy. So it's like, how else was it going to happen? You know, like...
2: Why would they even put Punk up against somebody like that? Like, I don't understand... Publicity. That's it? Pretty much, yeah. Hmm. Wow. (laughs) I
3: mean, (laughs) if you put him up against someone who can't fight, then you're calling into question the quality of UFC. Sure. Sure. Well, sure.
1: and that's the thing is that if you throw him up against, they're <clears throat> it's like a tricky spot that UFC put themselves in. As soon as they signed him, they signed like a chance for a guy who legitimately wanted to step into the octagon and whatever. Like even even put Conor McGregor w- afterwards was like, he put the work in. That's he's like mm-hmm. he's like in. a lot of guys. He's like he had injuries. He had whatever else like that. There was like a zillion opportunities for him to puss out and not step into the octagon. And he's like he stepped in. Like it's the that's the scariest thing you could do mm-hmm. if you're like starting training at age 35 or whatever else like that. You're like, I would like to be in a UFC fight. He's like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but he did it. So he's like fucking balls, like hats off to him. Like he got wiped out, but like, Hats off for just getting into there where you know that the other guy is going to try to beat the shit out of you. And he's
2: younger, more experienced. Tougher, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah.
1: And, like, didn't back out of the fight and so got into it. And uh, and sorry, so UFC is kind of, like, I think, I, th- I feel that they're in a bit of a booking spot. Because the only thing that they could, like, they have him apparently on a multi-fight contract. Really? <clears throat> uh, yeah. And, I mean, the only way that it's going to look okay is to put him in with an amateur. And then I'm like, that's a weird spot because you're like, yeah, Punk is a bit of a draw. And mm-hmm. if you put him in against like an eighteen-year-old like guy who also was in his first MMA fight, you are just gonna have them like like rolling around all shitty in the corner without anyone really able to take control of it. And you are like, why did I pay seventy dollars for this? Like as part of a pay maybe they make him not a title. No, no, he's like a million miles away from a title. Like, Mickey Gall is a million miles away from a title. No, 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 but I
2: mean, like, not, uh, yeah, title was the wrong word. I mean, don't. No, he also was not the headline match. There were were two matches that went after him. There's no way they would ever headline that. Like, fans
1: of the sport would fucking. It's, it's
3: again, though, CM Punk is a draw for a UFC pay-per-view that has Diacic versus Overeem as its headliner.
1: Yeah. Right? It's not Brock Lesnar. It's not. It's not Ronda Rousey. It's not Conor McGregor. It's like, not even one of the Diaz brothers. And now, cause now they're kind of a draw. It's not uh, John Bones Jones. Yeah, it's not. It's not Cormier. Right. Like. Like. Yeah. It's not one of the big. It's not. A, uh, yeah. It, you it, know, it, it, had, it had an above-average buy rate on the pay-per-view, where like normally, like going in without Punk, it was projected to be one of the lower ones. Like in a last lower, year, like kind of years. like a. It's it kind of like one of like a holding a holding pay-per-view right, because like right. they always like they just had the big one a month ago with uh, McGregor. Like they don't like hammer out the hits kind of thing because there's only like four or five people that like really Mm -hmm. really sell and they don't like to stack them up plus they stacked up 200 a bunch like anyway there's a whole bunch of things that why he could sell pay-per-views but it's just it's weird as a sports fan it's kind of like it's like watching the like it's like
3: watching michael jordan play baseball
1: (laughs) i was gonna say it's like watching the timbits play hockey in between periods uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> like when the Timbits come out in between periods at the Bell Center and you're like, yay, Timbits. And there's little kids just kind of playing hockey, but not really. <laughs> and you're like, I guess this is also so hockey. That's a lot like Michael Jordan playing baseball. <laughs> I
3: like when he stood up at the plate, and I'm like, oh, he's playing. He's, he's at, you know, spring training with the White Sox. Yeah. I guess this is where my age comes in. Just a few years difference makes me remember this really quick. Mm-hmm. And he stands up at the plate and he's six foot six. Seven, six, eight. <laughs> yeah, in his strike zone is just this gigantic box. The pitchers are like, "This is amazing." <laughs> You're not Bo. <beau. laughs>
1: the thing did the they strike him out a lot? Yeah, yeah a yeah, lot. Because sure. the yeah. strike
3: zone on on a in a baseball game is knees to shoulders. Right. So it's not like a, it's eight, not like a it's two,
1: and not two and a half foot area. It's knees to shoulders. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
1: It'd be like just putting like a four foot tall goalie. Like it doesn't matter what his reflexes are. Guess what? the the net is still six by four. It's just because he's teeny tiny. Doesn't change the net. Yep. You're just yeah, like, eee. Yeah. the thing. Uh, the thing that it got. They actually have
3: a minimum height requirement in baseball because some guy in the 30s put a midget on to <laughs> like no one on. hit. No strike zone. The guy took four balls, walked, pinch runner. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's
1: amazing. Yeah, I was, I was saying the whole this whole CM Punk thing though opens up like to me a giant can of worms. Pursuit. Uh, UFC because it's like I don't no because don't, like why? listen listen I'll explain why because what if two celebrities are like I'll put in the work and I'll do two years of training and I'll have a UFC fight could we like watch like Pete Davidson fight Rob Lowe like yes but you know what I'm saying but like is that is that what UFC is doing because basically just a guy from <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know like, like uh, is this a thing that if you just train enough you get to be in the UFC because that's all punk did he's a celebrity who just trained enough and then got on a UFC pay-per-view. It's kind of fucking weird when you think about it. It's like if I did a lot, if I, like, a celebrity does a lot of training, they can't be like, no, they're dressing up for the New York Rangers. You're like, no, there's fucking ways to get in the UFC, and being a celebrity shouldn't really be one of them. No, you're wrong. I don't know, man. Hold on,
2: he's wrong that they're, that being a celebrity should not be one of the ways to get into the UFC.
1: No,
3: exactly, yeah. he's wrong. That should definitely be one of the ways to get into the UFC. I disagree yeah. because <laughs> the UFC only business. Is selling tickets and selling pay per views Yeah, but so is
1: hockey's But why don't they just put it like you know? I'd I'd be really excited. Let's watch
3: a dinosaur take on the Boston
1: Bruins. Roar. Exactly. Just being right. like, put a giant fucking sumo wrestler in Nets because he's a sumo wrestler. Just give him a contract. Because an NHL player. I pay to <laughs> see <laughs> that though. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're fucking the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs>
3: okay, but, but that shit does happen in hockey, right? Like. The fucking Whalers signed Gordie Howe when he was in his 60s to play a couple games just so they could say he played in his 60s. Yeah,
1: but Like, that's dumb. It, it's a thing that has happened in but, like, but again, that was a hockey player. That was an old hockey player, at Yeah, least. but they're like, like... one of the best hockey players ever. Kind of dumb to throw him in in the 60s. They,
3: they, they only wanted him to play so he could have played in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and
1: 80s. Like, that was it. It just... They okay, wanted but he that. was at least a professional hockey player. I'm saying someone from outside of the world of hockey... Both <laughs> of his sons were already professional hockey players. I'm not arguing with you, but he was—he was a professional hockey. Who is he
2: arguing with? Who are we arguing with, if not each other? No, but I'm, I'm saying I'm not
1: arguing that like it was not a publicity stunt. To right. put in, but like put shit in, like that out. even happens in baseball. Like fucking, yeah, baseball's not a real sport. <laughs> They're not trying to like take each other's heads off in baseball. Like hold on, I
3: mean, Bill Murray Sorry. fucking pitched innings in spring training and. Billy training. Crystal. Billy Crystal played with, signed a contract with the freaking Mets. No, but I'm thinking but that's baseball. That's not a
1: fucking. That's not a co- like a sport where all right, you're really. What in sports danger. are we talking about then? Hockey, football, let's say, and UFC. We, like where, where you're getting your all your right? Body. Hockey.
3: This is a thing that absolutely has happened. Hockey has called the front office and said, "Shit, we need a goaltender." That's the thing that did and, happen. Put, and put, if what put, put
1: fucking executives, a web in the web designer, with the web designer in pads because he Just, played college hockey.
3: <laughs> That's a goddamn thing. But then they happens. immediately
1: took him out as soon as the guy showed up on the fucking like from the from the airport. That was like a yes. last ditch problem. Yes. Uh, and he wasn't. He wasn't. He never. What played. team was that? Washington Capitals. That's great. The Washington Capitals. Their backup. Um, like they had like their, their main front goalie, goalie like blew his knee. Their backup got hurt. Got the they had one call up, so they had mm-hmm. to call up from the O, right? Because like the yeah. the AHL couldn't get there in time or whatever. Like they had to basically call up. They had to call up a non goalie to dress as backup like yeah. they had one guy in nets oh, yeah. they had no backup no goalie their web designer their webmaster whatever played some goalie in like hockey <laughs> and they just like sat yeah. him so down. he dressed but like didn't like exactly the coaches were like you are him. not going to play but if you play yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh my god and he's like sitting on the bench like dressed in like caps gear and goalie be like <laughs> what is this <laughs> he's got the hat on he's
3: clapping a lot yeah. yeah exactly he's
1: like great seats and then he's like the other backup showed up from the airport in between the first and the second, and then they like they like, dressed yeah. him immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, he was like
3: in the cab, strapping on his shorts. Anyway, I just I find it cheapens
1: it cheapens the perception of the sport in a sport that's already has incredibly.
3: They didn't put him in a title match. They they let no, him no. have a fight. It yeah, had exactly. no but consequence. What's,
1: what's the criteria for that? Is like that's my that's like the bummer. They can they sell money. more tickets. Yeah. <laughs> money. I understand that, but that's, I'm just That's saying, the consequence. That's the only consequence. That- to me, you're cheapening the product. With, I, and I'm like saying as like the biggest CM Punk fan, like I, I, I own need,
3: three pieces of CM Punk merchandise. I, I saw a lot of 203, and I wouldn't
1: have at all if Punk wasn't on the card. That's, I, I, I prefer publicity. I understand. Like, I'm like, you know what like, also is publicity? Put Brock Lesnar in there with a gorilla. And just make them fight. And like, oh, Brock Lesnar got torn to pieces by I would watch the ever-living fuck out of that. Man. That'd be <laughs> great. And, and,
3: and doing that is the only way to make me watch an Alistair Overeem fight. <laughs>
1: is CM Punk or just putting him in at the gorilla?
3: Both. <laughs> Both. It's one or the other. At least Overeem got his
1: sh- the shit kicked out if of him. If well. you
3: want to me, make me watch Stiocic versus Overeem, there's either CM Punk or a goddamn gorilla <laughs> on that card as well. Uh, and
1: then another thing. Why? Th- what? Who is this guy? Why? He's just a exactly. really, really boring giant fighter. Right. Really? Like he's like super heavyweight or just heavyweight. Just heavyweight. Just no super heavyweight he's well, the
3: one who punched Lesnar in his broken guts. What's his name? Alistair Overy. Alistair Overy. Yeah, huh.
1: just an incredibly boring giant dude. Who it's just wins like a by big boxer
3: huge. dude. He yeah. punches people really hard, but he's heavyweight. Slow heavyweight is on. such an UFC. How come?
1: Because they're just slow and they just kind of like lean on each other and just fall down a lot and, <laughs> <laughs> and just I check her a lot. watching big guys fall down yeah exactly it's yeah. like it's just not
3: it's they're the biggest th- and the strongest and like there's not a lot of i
1: don't
3: know there's not a lot of jujitsu jitsu and heavyweight yeah.
1: well exactly like just like think about like what what would like be more like cool to watch in nature like two elephants running into each other or like two wolves going at it like, for sure the destructive power of elephants is like quite a bit, but there's gonna be like and just sort of like locking horns and just kinda like leaning into each other and then like trying to I, I, I get trying the point. to I don't know other. if your
2: metaphor quite works, but I get the point.
1: I think so. I've watched elephants fight. Yeah, I mean,
3: uh-huh. Have you ever seen a boxing match? Yes. You know how they tie each other up? Yeah. And then the ref comes in and break it up and says, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. keep this that in. That doesn't happen. That does not happen in UFC. Right. So there's two big guys throwing punches at each other. They get tuckered they out. tired <laughs> up they tangle uh-huh. each other up. And then they wait for the three minutes to run down. That's so terrible. Yeah. And
1: you're like, ugh. Like, Brock Lesnar was one of the only exciting UFC fighters because he's just, like, completely uh, in heavyweight because he was just so fast. Hmm. But, like, and that's also why he could... Him,
3: Randy Couture.
1: Yeah why he could why he quickly dominated the division out of nowhere was just his speed like he just had so much more speed than a guy his size should have like hmm. he lost his first and then won the next five or whatever the fuck and then lost to Overeem when mm. he came back and from the surgery and then lost to Overeem when he had no intestines in his body and then came back in, and then and
3: punched him where his guts used to be yeah okay. exactly
1: and then came back and immediately won again cuz he was like fighting a legit uh, heavyweight on steroids yeah. oh wait <laughs> was he though <laughs> well that lab test he did afterwards said yes yes he was They said it was performance enhancing it wasn't steroids they was like it was oh yeah it was that sense. other
3: performance enhancing drug they give to fighters
1: yeah it was like legitimately it was it was like it's like the less shitty of the two <laughs> whatever no if, if there... i'm just saying if you just come off of a steroid scandal in one of your fights and then you're like and here's a wrestler <laughs> like you yeah. see their brand is diminished like anyway then wwe immediately made fun of him in a very. I thought like that they were, they were friends again. Or they were on of. good terms. No,
3: so CM Punk and, and WWE? Oh. Well, no. They're WWE and, and. Brock and, Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, no, they're
1: on completely working terms. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and The Miz were having a match for the Intercontinental Belt, and it started up with um, The Miz running in, taking a big haymaker, Ziggler ducking and missing, two leg takedown, ground and pound into the corner, into a rear naked choke immediately. So basically, just like in the same city. That UFC just had like UFC was in Cleveland, same arena the night later, and WWE just made fun of the CM like completely reenacted the U like the CM Punk fight yeah. in the ring just for like I was like life heals that's hilarious like, those guys are just shitty <laughs> like, I was like that's so mean to be like hey, remember your legitimate fight here's us <laughs> just like rolling around fake fighting exactly <laughs> what you just did I was like ah what a bummer um, good time what else is up guys. Uh, I saw some movies
3: this weekend. Yeah, what'd we see? I saw Captain America: Civil War. How was that? It's just fucking delightful.
2: Weird,
1: it was. It's like
3: it didn't do that well. A lot of people
2: are. are I think I yeah. think
1: it suffered from Marvel movie fatigue because a lot of people, like I didn't see it, but everybody who I did who did see it said it's like it ranks in like the top five Marvel movies, like easily, like solidly with Avengers kind of thing. Like Scott thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Civil War. Captain America
3: Civil War. That's a very important distinction. It is not an Avengers movie. Right. Even though they're all there. Because they're not all there. Except for Thor and Hulk. Hulk. Thor and and Hulk Hulk are there. And man. It's a good thing they're not
1: there because Thor and Hulk could beat up a lot of these people. Yeah.
3: And they also really just skirt the issue that Thor and Hulk are not there. Yeah, I know. It's like, you misplaced Thor and Hulk. What? We're not their dads. That's like if I lost a 30 megaton bomb, I'd have to answer to someone. That's it. That's all they say about them in the movie. You seen that web <laughs> video though,
1: the Amazing Team Thor? Yes. What Thor was doing. Thor was during, civil. Thor was during civil War. It's like it's the footage of like him down in Australia living with like Daryl. Living with Daryl, he's like I'm here with Daryl, and he's like Hello, and just like, like, <laughs> like help him with work. I'm doing this. It's very you know, like, I'm just like. And then it's like him fucking Mark Ruffalo shows up as like man He's like, you, uh, have you spoken to Tony? Did he call you? Like I, I could, I could choose a side. I haven't decided which one, but like I. Could I, I, could know, totally I, pick. I could totally help. I could help Steve. I could help Tony. Just to, you know, just great. <laughs> they have my phone number, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't. It?
3: I don't have a telephone. Tell them to send a Raven. Yeah. I <laughs> said, so I don't have a phone.
1: Just send a Raven. <laughs> and then like, like Martin, and then like Bruce Banner's on the phone with like Tony. He's like, I'm on the phone with Tony right now. Uh, I'm with Thor. He wants to speak to you. Can't Tony says he's busy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tell it, send a Raven. <laughs> it's the fucking best. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> in the movie that's that's it. They're just like you don't know where they are. Cap and yeah. Tony both go. Nope.
1: That's that's the huh. discussion. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's nice they addressed it. Yeah. Well, wow. well, it's like
1: they kind of address it in uh, Thor Two, right? When which is which they they address pretty well, uh, by, like even though it's a reference to a Shield storyline, like mm-hmm. uh, Agents of Shield, because they're just sort of like they call Shield and like whoever they get on the phone at Shield is like everything is fucked. We can't help you. Like hang up the phone, and then it's like that's because Hydra had infiltrated Shield. They were
2: dealing with the, like the revolution. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: There was some shit going down in Shield. And They're like, okay, Shields of no help. Like I like it when they just have those little bits of continuity. Yeah.
3: Um. Robert Downey Jr. interacting with Paul Rudd is always amazing. Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm Not
3: surprised. Just it's always, hey Iron Man. You know, I know we got off on the wrong side, but my team is gonna. Who are you? Walk away. Oh man, that's. Why do you gotta do that? <laughs> I'm Ant Man. <laughs> you remember me, Ant Man? Uh, Pim? No. <laughs> uh, the recruiting of Ant Man and uh, Spider Man are amazing. I'm a hundred percent on board with with Tom Holland as Spider Man. Really? Uh, Does he, he always pull it off? One, he sounds like he's sixteen. He doesn't sound like a thirty year old talking pretending. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, he's hysterical even to the point where falcon is fighting him it's just like Man, shut up don't you know this is a fight <laughs> <laughs> we are fighting there are <laughs> a real uh, uh, okay. a social and
1: political <laughs> <laughs> agenda that is at stake of the right of like registering heroes and policing them and uh, Wee <laughs> <laughs> guys
3: i can fly almost
1: <laughs> fly almost
3: yeah he's uh he's really good and delightful mm-hmm. um Yeah, no, the movie was great. I I felt entertained all the way through. Hmm. A couple of like silly plot holes, but even when the twist happens at the end, I was like, fuck, that's good. Can you spoil the twist? I want you to spoil the twist. Neither of you have seen the movie. I want to
2: see it, and I'm going to see it. I I don't even care. It's actually
3: a pretty spoiler. I don't want
2: to spoil it. When it happened, I was like,
3: oh, oh, fuck, that's bad. Oh, Hmm. okay, wow. Mm-hmm. well
1: okay yeah i'm excited i am excited. I was like I, w-
3: I wonder how they're gonna keep this fight going because there's like 20 minutes left and they're gonna have to fight something and then there's a twist i'm like
1: oh is the twist like rooted in comics no no totally no. new yeah it's like, totally it's a, no it's, a, it's, a, it's a, okay
3: neat uh, yeah. and they and they set it up early in the movie and like you could have figured it out oh sick but i wasn't really paying attention to that because it's a marvel it movie but like when it happened they're like this is the twist and you're like oh that They did actually tell us that that was going to happen and I didn't put it together until they spelled it out for me on the screen. I like that shit. Neato.
2: Oh, we have to see it together and we have to totally fucking try and catch that moment. Yeah, we're just going to try and be smarter than Scott. Try and be smarter than Scott. And then Scott, uh...
1: is he smart? Are John and Keith smarter?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, the fights were cool. Having more Captain America Winter Soldier stuff was good because I really liked Winter Soldier. Yep. That movie. I Uh,
1: watched a movie. Of historical import. Um, this is not going to be important. It absolutely is important. And I looked, looked shit up so that I could like, he, reference proper dates. Oh, so here's the
2: visual gag. Keith has actually reached for a bunch of notes that appear to be written on post-it notes Post. that have been like glued together to make a slightly larger sheet of paper than a single post-it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, so. so I was up at the
1: cottage. This last <laughs> now, weekend, that, now that we're all <laughs> together. And I watched 1972's Last House on the Left, directorial oh, yeah. debut of Wes Craven.
2: Ooh. Okay.
1: And first of all, this movie is like fucking bananas like in terms of like how incredibly like violent and extreme. Like there's not a lot of like gore necessarily depicted on camera, but yep. I feel that that's just like a a budget thing. Like at some point they do like terror girl's guts out like straight up and they kind of have that effect on. But there's like repeated rapes, everybody gets murdered. A guy gets his dick bit off. There's, like, chainsaw attacks. And I was like, 1972. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what else came out before 1972? I spit on your grave? I spit on your grave was later. Okay. Uh, I looked up, so, like, big horror movies that were like, kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. Exorcist, Halloween, Alien, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jaws, all came out after this. Day of the Dead also came out after. Day of the yeah. Dead. The only one yeah. that I could really find... That was, like, before this was Night of the Living Dead, which was 68.
2: And where was Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 74. So two wow. years after Last House on the Left. So, like, okay. 1972, that just might have, like, must have, like, blown people's fucking minds. And, like, certainly did at the box office. This yeah. is why I had a notepad. Yeah. The budget was $87,000. Okay. And in 1972, it made $3.1 million. Good Good. And I'm like, yeah. and I can't imagine it had a wide release with, like, tons of nudity and rape all over the yeah. place. Like, it must have been literally only in, like, drive-ins and, like... Weird shitty movies, it got like cut to pieces when it came out. Like uh-huh. so many versions of like drive and stuff were showing censored versions with like actually chopping bits of the film out. So it's like there's completely lost footage Crazy. on the screen still. There were apparently also people there were like reports of stealing film canisters <laughs> and burning them because it was like such public outrage of like the complete insanity that Wes Craven just like dreamed up in the early seventies. Okay, but with, was like, it good? It's kinda like when we watched I Spit on the I Spit on Your Grave, where you're just sort of like you have to sort of watch it with like a historical lens on because you're like everything that he's doing, people have done better in the next forty years. It's kind of like when you watch *Night of Living Dead*. Yeah. You're like it's black and white, and there's some hands kind of coming through the walls. Like you're like, oh, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> that was *Night of Living Dead*, and then he gets shot at the end. You know, right. like it's. I don't know. I spit on your grave it was kind of, kind of scary.
2: Do you want to say something for the listener who is perhaps not quite up to date with? What uh, genre last film
1: on the left is?
2: Oh, and also, I spit on your grave.
1: I spit on your grave is a like one of the classic women revenge films. It's the classic revenge yeah, fantasy. I don't, is it? So. Sus- isn't Suspiria around that time? Uh,
2: that- I think Suspiria is earlier, and right. it's also Italian. I right. feel like that's the important thing. about American this American genre, maybe yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, I spit on your grave is uh, like yeah, exactly a woman revenge film where it's like a bunch of dudes just sort of like grab this woman and yep. rape her and then kind of leave her for dead in the woods and then they go partying in this cabin and then she comes back and kills them all. That's the that's it. That's <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Okay. And so yeah, so this is kind of like that without the revenge. It's like the the site like the two girls go to the city and then they try to buy some pot but then. Turns out that the the guy they tried to buy pot from is like a the son of a murderer who just escaped from jail who he he addicted his to heroin to make him more subservient. Wow. Like, like shit's dark. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? And then, uh, yeah, she gets busted out. It's like Sadie Krug, Jr. and someone else, and just these four psychopaths pretty much get away with it. Kill both girls. The girls do not get their come up comeuppance. The girls' parents do, though. The parents okay, show up eh? and they're the heroes who end up fucking taking out all the killers. Like so, the ki- the killers all get killed. Yeah, all get killed oh, by wow. the parents of the girl. Like huh. it's super weird. Like <laughs> you're just sort of like, oh well. I don't know if the, I feel good about that. The victims are all dead, <laughs> yeah. and now the parents are just doing the murder. And it's the mom, the mom of the victim, is the one who bites the dick off of one of the killers. Huh. So like seduces him into a scenario where he whips out his dick and wants a blowjob, and then bites his dick off. Wow, that happens in 1972. It was the last I was on the left. I can see why Wes Craven yeah, was a like big name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like fucking like talk about like making a splash on like the cinematic landscape. Fucking eighty-seven thousand dollars to three million dollars in 1972 money.
3: Can you imagine what Wes Craven must have been like directing that? Because he's like a nut bar. Right? Like he's all
1: I do this for the arts, and I put all my efforts into it. So. And that shit's in there too. Like there's shots, there's shots in that film. Where they're like, like there's a shot of her like in the like as she's like as trying to escape into the bog, and there's a shot that's framed exactly like a fucking painting, like it's a specific painting that you could do a side by side comparison. So he's sitting there in 1972 on this low budget insanity thing, being like, and now we will frame it like a painting. And everyone's <laughs> like, I just bit the a guy's dick off in the last scene. Like, like, we're like, making art. <laughs> we are artists here. Yeah. <laughs> think
3: about it you're you're her mother you're her mother and you you created her through the sexuality with with her father and you're going to use that but pervert it for revenge yeah she's like i'm making 200 (laughs) (laughs) dollars.
1: the other fucking the other zany thing that i'd be like amiss if i didn't point out is that there's like a a subplot which actually is cut from some versions Mm -hmm. and it's just like The two cops being like woefully inept at trying to get to the crime scene when they realize. Like a comedy. Yeah, Sub, like subtext,
0: including
1: like just like music, and they're like they're like they flag down an old lady, like an old black lady who has like a big truck full of chickens, and she's like, "Ain't no room, for no more chickens," and they're like, "We'll climb up on the top," and they're like, "Whoa!" and then they fall <laughs> off, and she's like, and then they don't like hijack the car. The, the chicken lady's like, "Told you you wouldn't fit," and just drives away. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And you're sort of like cut back to rape, and you're like, "What is happening in this film?" I was like, "Why did you throw that in there?" Like, huh. I feel that he felt maybe like directorial debut. Wes Craven was like, "Got to lighten the tone every now and then, and you know, like give the viewers a little break by slapstick comedy with two inept policemen." And I was like, "Wow, super weird!" Like watching with Andrew, and Andrew was like, "What the shit is this?" (laughs) He's like, "I'm like obviously all on board for like an old comedy horror movie." Yeah, yeah, it as a piece of historical cinema, like it does hold up to a certain degree of like you're like, "Oh, this is this is like one of the, the the nascent." Forms of and it was life. also
2: w- one of the, the like, f- films that was, like, famously remade. And then the yeah. remake was apparently dog shit. And did you
1: say you watched it? Did you see the remake? Yeah, I thought
2: that I did. That's what I was looking up on my I phone it. before. It was that, like, I, I was pretty sure I'd rewatched it, and it was something else that I I'd know. seen. So,
1: yeah. Was, I also saw, I read a little interview when they asked uh, Wes Craven about, like, the remakes of it. Because it was around the same time. It was, like, 2009, I think, was the remake. And they had just remade Nightmare <laughs> and all that stuff. He's yeah. like, man, he's like, I'm so far removed from those movies. Like, creatively, that he's like, I kind of view, like, the remakes as, like, my grandchildren. Where <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they're, like, something that, like, is related to me. But I really don't have anything to do with their, like, how they're actually doing. Like, he's like, yeah. your kids? You're like, yeah, they're your kids. And he's like, these are, like, your kids' kids. <laughs> he's like, there's just, you're like, oh, well. They're too far removed. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure their shit out. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you're not, like, yeah, you're, like, excited if they're good. But if they're bad, you're like, eh. You're like, oh. that's not. You know, like. <laughs> I was like, is that how grandparents think of, Fair of their kids? Like, grandkids are like, oh, I like the good ones. But then if you're like a bad grandkid, you're like, mmm, mm-hmm. just don't invite them over that. Do you night. guys have
2: a favorite Wes Craven?
1: <laughs> Nightmare? Yeah. Nightmare or Scream? I don't know, man. It's tough.
3: Ooh.
1: Right? Yeah, that <laughs> is tough. <laughs> like, Watch, rewatch right now, I'd probably choose Scream. i probably choose Scream also. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would probably go Nightmare because it's been longer since I've seen Nightmare. Like, I've seen Scream kind of recently. Yeah. But, uh, but I yeah. started
2: watching the Scream show, and it is definitely delightful. I just finished the first season. It's,
1: yeah. I still love that I've watched all of this. and, you guys <laughs> <laughs> and
3: like, It's so weird for me to be ahead of yeah, I
1: like I, I watched the first season, too, I, but I was so much more on board with Scream Queens, like which is also, I think, starting up season two soon. Is it the, like, what's the difference? The difference of Scream Queens is like, sc- sc- what I feel is missing the most out of Scream, the TV show, yeah. is the humor uh-huh. that exists in like Scream, really? film, Scream films. Are like goddamn hilarious. I, th- I thought the show was hilarious, but like, but not on purpose. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it was on purpose.
3: But there's no. You can't do a horror slasher TV show. Yes. Yeah, won't of,
1: last. <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff was great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But then, but like, take that comedy and like take that comedy element of.
3: Did you listen to Serial and then watch Scream? Come on. It was, it was good, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not.
1: Like, I watched it all. Like I'm not if, saying like I
3: bailed. You could not have Sarah Koenig in a horror movie in any other.
1: Yes. That's Any other show, but that Scream is true. But yeah, Watch Scream Queens is what I'm saying. Okay, like okay. Scream Queens takes the humor and just cranks it up to 11, and it's just like like someone dies every single episode on Scream Queens, which is like intense. I, I
2: will say, Scream the TV show could have had more like main character deaths. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they were a little they're a little safe on that. Yeah, exactly. Regard. And it,
1: like Scream Queens just does it, and it's just random. It's like almost like a roll of the dice every yeah. week. Like it could be a main character, it could be a sub character. They're just fucking killing everybody. Anyway, I was just impressed with the last time I was on the left, and I actually looked up some facts okay. so that I could talk D- about did it. A you, did bit you later. have more? You're, 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 I think I covered the facts. You got all the facts. covered got all the facts. Uh-huh. What else is up, guys?
3: Uh, I saw Now You See Me 2.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so now, I really thought the first one I was not going to like it at all, and I totally enjoyed it, but it was definitely Before fucking Before we schlock. discuss
1: things like plot and things uh-huh. in like the film, can I just say, Hollywood, I know you're listening. Someone somewhere needs to be, like, fired hard. And the fact that Now You See Me 2 is not called Now You Don't. <laughs> like, you fucking morons. You fucked it up. You had one chance. Like, chest. the one movie was called Now You See Me. The sequel could have been Now You Don't. And then it could have been, like, parentheses, Now You See Me 2. Or whatever, yeah. if, like, they, if they were really, like, worried that the branding didn't get there. But, like, holy shit, you idiots. Like, Now You See Me 2 is, like, the title of what it. If they
2: now have a, what if they now have a film called Now You Don't?
1: Now you see me. Now you see me too. Now you, you don't. See, now you. Now you see me. The fourth one. Now you don't. Also, like, what? Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. fucked up the titling. Did Hollywood. You, did you guys see both? See the first one? I
3: Yeah. I
2: did yep. see the
1: first one. Okay. I liked it a lot in they, terms of like they the,
2: were dumb wizards.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but like that's good. Like so, spoilers on we're, the first. We're anarchist stage magicians. Spoilers on the first one, though. <laughs> like you're like they're all fucking magicians and they're all like super good at what they do, like fucking. One is I like throw a cards. Like, good. One's a prestidigitation the digitation master. <laughs> one is like the hypnotist. The hypnotist, the one guy who can like read all the cues and like kind of like do like that subtle yeah. mind reading, like looking for like verbal, uh, visual cues. And then at the end, they're like, "Magic is real, Harry." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "What?" And there's actual <laughs> magic right at the end of Now You See Me. 1. was,
2: was it based on a book or something? Like I don't I know. Have no idea. No. no? This no. is this is like, all right. So, oh yeah. Hollywood. <laughs>
3: spoilers, spoilers for Now You See Me. Yeah. Right. At the end of it. The they go into a twist, magic carousel. No, no, the big twist is, <laughs> that, <laughs> is that the cop that has been chasing them is, in fact, their leader. Yeah. Right? He's the one who's the, he's the mastermind who's put together their whole plot. Mm-hmm. So Now You See Me 2 is exactly the same movie as Now You See Me, except without that cool twist at the end. You're just <laughs> like, Mark Ruffalo's part of the gang, and we know it, and he's still part of the gang, and then they, they throw some big anarchist problems. Again. On Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the only the only fun thing is the main nemesis of the movie is Daniel Radcliffe, and who's that's, like that's magic hilarious. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I, have that's just I, I have a question. about Now worth it just for that. I have a question
1: about though. How do they dress when they're actually wizards at the end? Do they just have straight up magic now? they don't
3: actually have magic, Keith. That that why is Why don't they thing. Why don't they get magic?
2: I thought it
1: was. But real. that was the end of the second one. It that was, was like the whole point of it. Straight magic. Yeah. So they,
3: were, they were tripping balls.
1: Oh, okay. So they just are just sort of like.
2: They that. don't Wait, address th- that. They—they they, they, they don't address that there's real magic.
3: No. I feel that's that's the like that's a, the key, that's a key, that's a key fucking point. That's it's not like... actually the point of the movie. I think it's just what? more like there's magic in the world. It's not. I feel, I feel like that's kind of a big deal. Magic. So you're saying
1: that the end of the movie about like actual magicians showing real magic was like a metaphor. They
3: don't actually have real magic.
1: No, but at the end of the first film, it's quite clear that there's real magic. They like. It's fucking... like you end I a fucking, that's fucking
3: metaphorical magic,
1: not that's real the magic. Dumbest. Okay, okay, like, hold on a second. Hold on a second.
2: You're in a series of stories, okay, and you end one of those stories on a cliffhanger where they're like, uh, something great has revealed," and then you start the next story. Without addressing that thing, you just ignore it and move on. Yeah, that's bad fucking writing. S- <laughs> Successfully.
1: Was oh. uh, was it a financial success? Now you see me too. Uh,
3: yes, it made three hundred and twenty-six million dollars worldwide. Why that was doing with it was device? all right? It was more of the same, but without yeah. cool. I, I
1: I liked Now You See Me because I like Now You See Me. I thought it was fun. because it's Ocean's Eleven with magic.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sadly, now you see me 2 is Ocean's Twelve with, with magic. magic. <laughs> that, that is like an.
1: I a, didn't mind Ocean's Twelve. I think you mean Ocean's Thirteen.
3: I didn't mind Ocean's Twelve. Was <laughs> pretty
1: bad. Yeah, but not. It wasn't Ocean's Thirteen bad.
3: Ocean's Two wasn't wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. Okay.
2: It was. It was. A, well, I'm gonna, totally gonna rewatch it now. But I'm also gonna rewatch the first one because I feel like.
1: I really feel like it was
2: a big deal that there's now there's magic, there's real magic. The whole world is going to change, and I actually I actually remember kind of like the movie because it's doing something crazy.
1: Yeah, just fucking cra- yeah. crazy like, ass fucking curveball. Here's the
2: story: we're going to now address the the fact that magic is real in the public arena of the world. Can you Imagine that. What kind of a
3: story that would
1: come out of that? It'd be super fun. Yeah,
3: but no, no, that is not what happens no, at all. It would know. be a Mage the Awakening.
1: Uh-huh. Hey, did you uh, did you watch the Get Down yet, Scott?
3: Uh, I am three episodes in.
1: You're not I'm down. town. To Out for like six weeks. Get out of my house.
3: He's savoring it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's not a it's not a binge show. I was savoring it, and I watched one episode a week or so, and then I watched it all because it came out. Mm -hmm. I was busy watching
3: Scream season two. What? Watch
1: that. Okay, let's see. Scott McIver sits down and watches serial horror TV show instead of show set in 1970s hip hop like Origin
0: Story. What is wrong
1: with you? (laughs) Who are you? Like 20 year old you is like Scott. What are you doing? Why are you watching horrible shit when you're not watching hip hop things? I don't understand how you didn't watch Scream yet. So it's right, kind of the same.
3: I understand where you're coming from. Did I you guess. finish off the Get Downtown? No. no, I
2: didn't. I that.
1: did the ending. Is, well, the ending the was it as predicted? mid-season Finale, the mid-season finale because mm-hmm. it's split up into two parts. Part two starts in uh, 20, sometime in 2017. Hmm. Delightful. The last episode is like probably the best episode of the show. Like they do that kind of like that cinematic trick where they have like multiple. Like, they're, like, the opening scene is, like, the first 20 minutes or something of the movie is, like, three...
0: Is it already...
2: Is it a huge fucking party? Because that's a bezlerman. There is one almost. party. I think it, there's know, one like, party going on. Is this. Yeah. There's,
1: like, three things going on with, with, like, raising and heightening tension that are just occurring simultaneously that they keep, like, cutting back and forth to, like, with shorter and shorter cuts. Yep. Han
3: and Leia are on Endor. <laughs> Lando is waiting for the shield to go down with Ackbar. Yep. Luke is on face-to-face with Vader and yeah. the Emperor.
1: But with dancing, <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, and Man, just if
3: Grandmaster Flash redid the score with John Williams
1: for that, <laughs> there's you know, also of the also. Jedi. So this is a minor spoiler that I like marked out pretty hard for. At the beginning, they get into a DJ battle. I mean, like obviously they were gonna get into a DJ battle. That's not really a spoiler, mm-hmm. but just at the very beginning of their DJ battle to like get the crowd's attention, they play the Star Wars theme. That's awesome. Which
3: they've been setting up, which since ties the first in episode. from the first
1: episode, and I was like, "Yeah!" I was like, "A because it was like actual continuity that like one of the brothers is a huge nerd, yeah. and B and I was like, 1977, Star Wars theme." Was it like, it's that was cool like, for everybody, and it's like this is the summer <laughs> yeah. of fucking Star Wars. Like I was like, that would get people's attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. And you're like, "Yeah!" Did, did um, they get down um, um, deliver? It did. Have, having seen the whole thing. Yeah, now? well, yep. uh, having seen all of Part One, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, like, there's like fucking. Obviously, there's like some plot holes and like they're like so it kind of gets needlessly complicated with a lot of the storylines. It does come together a little bit better. Like the cold crime storyline, where you're like, how does this fit in? Mm-hmm. Like they it pulls and you're like, you understand a little bit how how it fits in. I like a lot of the story. I mean, like all three characters at like as you episode three, episode wherever you are, all three characters are really have to have like that decision of like, what are you willing to like do? Mm-hmm. To get out of the Bronx, you know, and like, and get famous, like, or do whatever. Like, it's like, it's just you have to give up something, and if you don't, and like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's really cool. I liked it a lot. <laughs> a plus, Get Down. Watch it if you haven't. I'm, watched
3: I'm it. enjoying it. I'm three episodes in. and yep. they just push the car into the river. And yep, <laughs> change their group name.
1: Yep, they stop being the Fantastic Four plus one, and they start being the Get Down Brothers. That last, the last scene. Is like the DJ battle scene is like amazing. Like, I you can if you
3: who's the DJ they're battling,
1: they're uh they're battling the Notorious Three, so uh Lords that are from uh battling some cool Herbs boys who mm-hmm. have Herx old speakers. So they're like, How are we gonna deal with that? They're so loud. <laughs> 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 they're, like, they're like, Yo, crank the Bertha, <laughs> and you're just like, Oh shit. <laughs> I was like, nice. They have Herx old speakers, so <laughs> his old speakers are still like way louder than anything no, they no. can get a hands on. <laughs> Uh, good times. And also, the other thing I watched that I need to mention, because it's like a show that is happening and being released, only two episodes have mm-hmm. come out, FX's own season three. You're, You're the, the worst. worst. Have you I, have you I saw it? the
2: first episode, not the second. Oh my god, is the first one so fucking good. So
1: good. You're the worst if you haven't watched it. We've fucking <coughs> have you watched any of the show? Jizzed all over no. the show, I think, for the last two seasons. Uh,
2: you can't stop, because it's so good, and it, it keeps working. Fu- it
1: fucking fantastic, yeah. so it's basically the story of two people who are the worst, who have fallen in love, and then their friends who are also kind of terrible. And then and you're also kind of finally finding out this season that even Edgar's kind of terrible. like Yeah, a little, I don't know. Oh, he's getting, yeah. you, season two, episode two, you're just sort of like, oh man, he's like, there's kind of a reason why he hasn't put his life back together properly, and it's also because in another way, he's the worst. Good, The good. ending it, of it, episode I, one. I
2: like that it's not just Lindsay, because she she she's, she's the she's worst. She's the worst. There's not worst. even a question. Lindsay is by if far the worst. If you are worst.
1: up to date with Lindsay, you're the worst. You know what we're talking about at the yeah. end of season three, or episode one, season three. But yeah, like she's this character who has like is completely irredeemable. Like when her husband leaves her, like she can't pay bills. <laughs> like she can't. Like her water p- gets turned off. You yeah, because like. she's just like she's like what is this? And they're like bills, and she's like what are these? Like she's just the most beyond useless idiot self-absorbed character who's like and then she kind of has like sort of like what you perceive to maybe be a redeeming moment at the end of season two but then right at the right at the real end of season two you're like oh no she regrets her decision yeah and then i mean like scott i will like she has in a cooking moment with her husband and like because she's not pregnant and she's like we can't go out anymore I ordered like red uh red napkin or whatever which like we're like a play up on blue plate where they send you the ingredients and you make food and he's just like he's just talking to her about like this is the rest of our life now and we'll have to cook meals and they're listening to like a bird calling podcast and she's like listen to the warble and you're like like, he's like and we'll be cooking together because we're a family and they're just sort of like notice the caw in the background (laughs) and just her like freaking out and then she just turns around stabs her husband in the back (laughs) (laughs) back. she's like just like cut to credit you are like whoa (laughs) so fucking good it was great but yeah you're the worst Uh, I feel I feel like um,
2: we've pimped this one many many times season season
1: two really uh, garnered a lot of critical acclaim for tackling depression one of the characters Gretchen like suffered from like serious depression and they like simultaneously like made it hilarious and like Serious, serious, and, then, yeah. and like really kind of dealing with depression. And season three, like they're kind of, kind of covering, especially episode two, they start to sort of like tie back into that. I also kind of feel like they're heading towards alcoholism. Like it's not impossible, they are yeah. drinking a lot more. Yeah. like the characters are just like
2: they're constantly drunk in them. Constantly drunk, seasons, and
1: yeah. they're even like uh, the the main, the male lead Jimmy told the female lead that he loved her drunk. And, like, one of the things in episode one of season three is just sort of like, you said I was love you. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't mean it because I was hammered. If I don't (laughs) remember it. It's like I didn't say it. And she's like, what? And she's like, no, it's like your true self. And he's like, there's all sorts of things I say when I'm drunk that are not true. Yep. Like, including that. (laughs) Anyway, but, yeah, but they're drinking, like, really heavily. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they're going to do some alcoholism, mixed in with the depression. Because, yeah, episode two is really about Gretchen's depression again. Yeah. So, uh, like, so, yeah.
2: Highly recommend. Remember, the theme song promises that one of them is going to leave the other one. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe it's not about them. Maybe. Other relationships have broken up. Like a lot of other Because the
2: worst is obviously Lindsay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, and her relationship did break up. Yeah. And then also, What's-Her-Name's relationship broke up. Like, every other relationship has broken up except for Jimmy and Gretchen. <laughs> it's true. It's a great show. Yeah. It's
3: fantastic. I actually took your criticism to heart and went to work on powers
2: you really should never ever take anything keith says to heart
3: yeah it broke my heart yeah is that bad no no it's actually not that bad um charlotte copley plus a show with eddie Izzard in it is mm-hmm. never going to be that bad right but it's a little bit like shield where you watch three episodes and you're just like what it, this is not very good who thought and this was it, a good idea <laughs> and then it starts to to find its footing and get rolling and Michael get rolling.
1: madison's in it is that, what's right? this thing called again Powers. 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 You remember Powers? Mm. We talked about this. Who killed mm-hmm. yeah, Retro a comic Girl? Book. Comic book. It's like one of Scott's all-time favorite comic books. Yeah, wow. Weird. It, it takes – basically, it's a NYPD cape.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, just being like, there are still cops in New York, and sometimes, like, if a superhero – like, basically, Retro Girl is a superhero. She winds up dead. Yeah. And it's just sort of like they just find her dead. And then they're like, Who's, now the cops who have to investigate. That? Exactly, yeah. like they they have to look into it. Like, hopefully, some of the heroes are going to step in and help them. But like, yeah. if they don't, you still need to.
3: But it's more likely the heroes are going to be like, wait, you think that person did it? Pick them up, throw them into space. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, weird thing about Powers, Retro Girl, main character, whole yeah. season, still alive.
0: <laughs> huh. Like, so, so the first
3: the first issue of Powers it's called is who killed, who killed Retro, Retro Girl. girl. <laughs> So kind of strange,
1: yes. yes. But that, in a way, that's kind of neat. Like, because you way. know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like as, as a it, like, it's like a little nod to the fans because you know that a she is going to die.
3: Mm-hmm. And the other thing, Callista, not ten; she is like seventeen. She's okay. kind of weird. There's lots of weird little. Tutsu.
1: She says mud, butt. but they're like they they end What's up with <laughs> Well, there's like a little girl who basically just they they end up kinda like getting the cops taken care of or
3: whatever and like She's found at the, the scene of yeah. a hostage situation where her father kidnaps her and then gets shot by the cops. Uh
1: <laughs> through the hostage situation. And then like, obviously with. the cops none of them have kids, or whatever, so they're like doing like a really shitty job taking care of her and then they're like they're, like she got Here. mud butt. <laughs> I'm like, What's mud butt? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, cause like they just like you know like trust her to wipe properly. Right. She's this little girl who like doesn't want to wipe properly. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> gross. Like,
3: I think Walker is like, I don't know. Are, are you, are you hungry? She's like, yes, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten anything for twelve hours. Here, have some Fruit Loops. You keep Fruit Loops in your desk? Yeah. That's the coolest thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, having a little ten year old, but yeah, seventeen year old mm-hmm. less cool.
3: Yeah, and and she's kind of a brat in the show. I'm just like.
1: Eh. Like, yeah, I don't really care about this.
3: But once Eddie user gets going and starts being crazy, go nuts. It's pretty cool.
4: It's cool.
1: But also, but doesn't one of the cops have powers? And isn't that against the point?
3: Let's say Christian Walker uh, was a superhero. That's the twist of who killed Retro Girl towards the end. You find out that he was, in fact, Diamond. Right, right, right. right, right. And then he, but he just
1: straight up has powers. So
3: he gets a new partner, uh, Dina Pilgrim. First day on the job. As he's investigating. She transfers out of like Vice into Powers Division. Hmm. So as he's investigating, he's starting to like interview people that knew Retro Girl, and they
1: all know him. And she's like, "Wait, what? Like, how do you have all these contacts? Like, I'll give like right. Captain So Captain or Whatever call. call. And you're like, "How do you? How do, why do these guys even like? Why do they want to talk to you? Well, you work the beat long enough, and you, uh, you know, you get to know some people. But it right. turns out that like he was one of their buddies as a superhero, right?
3: And that they're all jerks. They're all basically like celebrity
1: dickheads, right? It's a little bit like Boys Light." Proto boys, huh? Proto boys. Yeah. Well, but light. I they're, they're also not big jerks like boys. Like they kind of are though.
3: The boys, like, okay. O- o- Olympia dies after having cheated on his wife fifty times with underage girls. Like, yeah, but in the boys, really? they're just
1: sort of like, welcome to the team. Everybody suck my dick, and now we're gonna have a crazy island orgy, and now we're just gonna like rape underage people, and what? just like, you know, the boys. <laughs> I don't. Really. That's what mm-hmm. happens when you let Garth Ennis write comic books. About superheroes. No. <laughs> you <laughs> no. know Garth Ennis? Yeah. Preacher. Preacher. Yeah. Yeah. He, was like, yeah. he was like... All man. the worst stuff you ever yeah, read never watched the Punisher. The boys. Or read The Boys. But he was like, you know what was a little too tame? Preacher. <laughs> I'm going to write this comic called The Boys.
3: Remember that time I wrote Punisher and I had polar bears eat a woman's arms and legs off? Yeah, let's make
1: that more graphic. Yeah, exactly. The Boys is pretty up there. Hmm. The Boys is just basically like... If you just made like a random... If you animal.
2: let Garth, Garth Ennis write whatever he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. But right. it's,
1: a, it's basically just like if, you, if Superman had zero moral compass whatsoever and could just basically say... Rip do, anybody apart. Rip anybody apart. <laughs> and If he landed in like
3: Arkansas instead of Kansas.
1: Yeah, and, and, and just like you're like, nobody could police him and you're like, we hope he does mostly good and if he does some bad, we'll just ignore it. Wow. Uh, and then, so the boys are yeah. a bunch of dudes in trench coats who basically are kind of like the cops for superheroes mm-hmm. who also have superpowers like they have they have like a standard array of super speed, super strength and super toughness. Right. And, and whereas and like a the other hmm? and a bulldog, and a bulldog. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Like one of the f- opening scenes of The Boys is like this guy's like taking a picture of his girlfriend and like smile da, 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 and whatever and then like the boys equivalent of the flash just runs through the guy. <laughs> the guy just like pastes. And he's like, "Got him!"
3: Ha ha! He chases down the. He was chasing down some other villain. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I got it!" And there's just gore everywhere. <laughs>
1: caught the bank robber. Yeah, exactly. And then they're just like, "What a piece of garbage!" <laughs> like, yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it once. So. Ranking the films.
2: All right. Boop 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 Is it just the last house on the left?
1: Last house on the left. And uh, now you Civil don't. Civil War, and now you see me. dust Yep. All right. Let's start with you, Keith. Is the list last, up to date? Last House on the Left.
3: John?
2: The list is up to date. Yes.
1: Hooray! Whoops. Okay, so Last House on the Left. I, let's I'm, start with I would say Evil, Evil Dead. It is, in many ways, below Evil Dead. Okay, <laughs> let's
3: go further down, see if there's anything horror Warm Bodies is a it few is episodes down.
1: significantly, I would say, better and more important than film Warm Bodies. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, a weight of... Gravitas. Yeah. Like, there's, like, an important thing about it.
3: Mm. Let's move up to Voyage at the Bottom of the Sea, I 1961. Can't, I can't really speak to that. I could
1: also put it above We Are Your Friends that I've seen.
3: Oh, that, that puts us right up to Voyage at the Bottom of the Sea. And I would, I would... Which is also a very important, oddly dark...
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, this, is, this is a conversation, I guess, between me and Scott. Because I would also put it Beneath Crush Groove like it, it it's, it's not really it's the original it, last house on the left is like crush groove in in importance no but in like what would i rewatch like crush groove i had a lot more fun watching like they're like the cuts i mean maybe there's like some maybe it was better when it came out but mm-hmm. it's like even the version that i have is the uncut version which is like the hat like has like some hatch job cuts and yeah, like whatever right. which is just like maybe west craven's initial initial vision there's like the worst ugliest cuts in this fucking movie <laughs> there's like like I said the weird tone of the cops comedic relief thing is just so fucking so bizarre. despite it's
2: good it's a, still a bit of a mess exactly yeah. it's like
1: it's a, it's a little bit of a mess and like whereas Crush Groove I can almost always not say almost always because it was a lot of a mess but it was funny but exactly <laughs> but there was a lot like there's a lot of situations where people are like would you want to watch Crush Groove I'd be like yes right like over a lot of things including last house on the left if you haven't seen Last house on the left I would, You really should.
2: So under Crush Groove.
1: I would say Voyager bo-
3: to the Bottom of the Sea is, is coherent. Okay. And it has a lot of special effects that are very interesting to look at where, for a 1961 movie.
1: What becomes my argument in terms of putting Last House on the Left above is the argument between Wes Craven and Irwin Allen. Like where does Wes Craven's movie rank above Irwin Allen's? What cares? Like exactly. Yeah, are you going exactly. to
3: <laughs> use that when you put Shocker on the list? Yes. Who is Wes Craven, so it should go a lot higher. I'm just saying, but there's th- a little bit of, I don't think that that...
1: I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like, a movie where, like, this, like, 60s dark thing versus, like, the, the fucking, like, proto-slasher <laughs> film. This is a post-apocalyptic movie that at least holds up. Like, it's not a college movie. Last, Last House on the Left holds up. It's just... There's some sloppiness to it. It's like like watching it with like Andrew who's not a big horror fan was like he's like, I'm glad I watched that and stuff. Like there's like mm-hmm. Were you glad you watched Voyage at the Bottom of the Sea?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the darkness was actually interesting. Like we need to find a place to, to land to save the planet.
1: <sighs> it's better than Jurassic World. And just suddenly jump up ten spots. <laughs> 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 Uh, I mean, like, I guess I could put it below Voyage at the Bottom of the Sea, but my gut really tells me to put it closer to Crush Groove. But, I mean... Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea is one spot below Crush Groove. I know, but that means that it's going to be two spots below Crush Groove. Oh, just above We Are Your Friends. I don't like that it's, like, that close to We Are Your Friends. <laughs> I like a <laughs> buffer there. <laughs> I don't want to, like, openly say that you're, like, Last House on the Left, but... <laughs> like you know like debut like cutting edge film of 1972 by Wes Craven is just a little bit better than we are your friends <laughs> well this is the beauty of the list
3: like I it forces you to place these things
1: forces me to fucking I'm going to watch Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea just so that I can fucking make a rebuttal and bump it lower I will do that
2: yeah like it's pretty rough here like Keith has to make a decision on where to put the thing without any context you know
3: well Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea is is a polished post apocalyptic or apocalyptic, yeah. But that, but that's, but that's like giving like from a, a nine tri- years
1: earlier. But that's like giving like a triple A Hollywood movie like a extra bump, like polish, as a bump over an indie film isn't necessarily. I bet you it had a way bigger budget than eighty seven thousand dollars. Like, so like polish and stuff isn't necessarily what we're talking about. Like, except our number one movie is Mad Max, which you guys <laughs> laud the polish for all But medicated. and everything else, yeah, the polish is just one of many things. It does I bet
3: it hard. had a bigger budget than eighty seven thousand dollars. <laughs>
1: it <laughs> does. <laughs> But, I mean, like, our number two movie is brick. So, yeah. fuck your budget.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. So, below or above?
1: I'll, I'll agree below, but then if I watch Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea and then hey, write a crap. thing about it and it's crap, it's going way down. That's you fine. you enjoy <laughs> <your> Voyage <laughs> to the Bottom of the Sea. I'll fight that shit down.
3: I honestly do think you'll enjoy that movie if you watch I'm not, it. It's, I'm not saying I won't. Weird. I'm just it's saying
1: that, like, to me, it's tough. Let me put it below.
2: All right. Below, Voyage of the Bottom Sea. Above, We Are Your Friends. What's the next movie?
1: Now You See Me 2. Now You See I Me 2. we'll spend a lot less time arguing this one. Man. Warm Bodies. Because <laughs> I put Now You See Me into Warm Bodies area. Yeah. Like, just it he said 2 is a little worse. Mordecai.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's better
1: than Mordecai. So now we're at Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimensions. Which, like, if it's at all like Now You See Me, I feel it would be better than Paranormal Activity Ghost Dimensions. Alright,
3: then it's going to go below Warm Bodies and above Paranormal Activity
1: Ghost Dimensions. As a follow-up, John said he watched Paranormal Activity Ghost Dimensions and then was like... As it was finishing, he was like, I don't remember anything, I just watched.
3: (laughs) I still don't! (laughs) There's there's actually a lot of that to Now You See Me too. also. You're just like, oh, it's like the... The hidden chapters. For now, you see me. Mm. Not a lot of. Where is this going? What is this coming from? Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's just, just more of it. Wow. And now. <laughs> I'm so not excited to see that.
2: The yeah, Avengers. It, yeah. uh, Captain uh,
1: America. Wow. Civil War. Captain we, America: Civil War. Um, Suicide
3: Squad. Better. Easily better. Deadpool. Uh, I think better. Oh. Wow.
1: And I really like Deadpool. You're just cracking in, cracking the top ten, then. Yeah. yeah. Um, hackers. Not better than hackers. So now All we're right. into resolution territory, Which and we're stuck seen. where we are. Yeah. Resolution was real yeah. good. This is
3: going to be one of those tough ones because you haven't seen. You've it. seen resolution. Yeah. I know. This is what we're talking about. And neither of you have seen Civil War. Um.
1: I will trade you. <laughs> I think just last above. house on the left moving above.
3: <laughs> no, I, mo- no, I think I'm going to put it just above Deadpool. Okay. Because okay. I still think that even in the Captain America movies, Winter Soldier is the better of them. Real? Yeah, it's got a plot. Oh, okay. More than a fight. Okay. Or like a, like a list sort of, of excuses like, to fight. And like the fights in Civil War are amazing, and they're definitely the point of the movie. Right. But the plot driving it is a little bit thin. It's like, we should register. We shouldn't register. Now we must fight. Hmm. We have to solve the mystery, but we're fighting.
1: I got you. That was kind of and the fights
3: are super cool. Like, the big fight that you see the trailers where the, they line up against each other and then run. A, it's... it's fucking cool
1: i can i can see it being cool like I, I was a little
3: it's better than even the trailer shows like the yeah. trailer leaves out a lot of really cool stuff <laughs> and uh yeah
1: all right we have added three films to the list That's yeah not, the list now has i believe 33 films on it you it's guys. pretty
3: exciting it's a good list yeah? it's growing
2: but and then when you read it and you're like like I've, I've gone through the whole list yeah and i was like you know how do i not have Movie X, Y, and Z, and there are, like, hundreds of movies that need to be on the list. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean... You should yeah.
3: goddamn send us a Twitter, if you think,
1: but, okay, wait, or a comment on the that. list. I mean, but then I guess Scott will watch it, because I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, no, If well, I mean... Because we have to have, like, we've, we've made this rule, that we have to have, like, watched it recently. Because, like, yeah. Phil was asking, he was like, you guys talked about, like, um idiocracy, and you didn't put it on the list. And I was like, yeah, because it came up in conversation. But nobody was, like, fresh enough... To, to be like, able talk to talk like, about it, to yeah. talk about it, and accurately yeah. rank it. Yeah. So, that's well, we I think
3: w- if someone sends us a message saying I'd like this movie
1: to be on the list, I would totally check it out. Ooh, but now really. Jimmy's just gonna just prefer porn. Just <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> stop my asses on fire. Watch that and well, rank why it. Why are there
2: seventeen like episodes of like anal whatever at the bottom of the list? <laughs> well, Jimmy just decided it would be funny to troll us by making us watch all seventeen installations of. <laughs> uh,
1: Anyway, I think that was. it. So we're at
3: <laughs> at nine five dot cc? at nine five CC. Yep.
1: At nine to five CC. Right, I'm at Brisker. R.I.S.K. Right, uh, John is at male models. This has been the nine to <laughs> five entertainment system. It sure has.
0: Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number9to5dotcc, nine 925.cc nine on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number9to5cc. number nine